Welcome. Glad to have you with us here at Podcast Headquarters. You'll forgive my voice, a little bit of the uh, Christmas season getting to me, but welcome. This is your podcast. I'm Gary Schaller. And I'm Ken Mills. Well, we're decorating the tree today, and uh, we have some special guests stopping by to help decorate Podcast Central, our fortress of solitude. Oh, there's, there's someone right now. Let's go see who that is. Wyatt's Canadian star of podcasting and television, Cassius Morris. Cassius, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here at Podcast Central at Christmas time. This is the first time you've been here. Yes, it's, I've been waiting for quite a while, and it's great. Well, why don't you help us decorate the tree? And while you guys are doing that, let's listen to some music.
Well, the tree's looking great, and... Oh, someone else is at the door. Let's see who that is. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas With my makeup black and white May your days be... Hey, guys, what's up? Hey, it's Matt, buddy. It's Matt Porter. And Chris Sinzak. You know, it's nice to be here at KISS Podcast Central because it's the only place that they didn't throw rocks at me for singing. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, but I have all the way here with him hearing that sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Chris. Happy holidays anyway, guys. And you made it. Happy holidays. This is kind of like a uh, coming together of various KISS podcasts. Here we have uh, Cassius, who has his show. Cassius, tell us a little bit about your show. Uh, it's a KISS podcast called Creatures of the Net. I started it um, with inspiration from Podkiss, and it's great to be on the show that inspired me. And and we also have Chris Sinzak, who has his famous Decibel Geek podcast. Chris, tell us a little bit about your show. Uh, but, but music, not necessarily a KISS podcast, but we always, since I'm such a KISS nerd, we always have KISS conversation on the show. But uh, rock and metal discussion and... Uh, some special episodes coming up in the future, but uh, yeah, I'll just leave that. Leave it with that. And Matt's no stranger. Tell us what you're working on. You know what? I right now I'm doing a ton of different things. Really, one of my main things is actually a wrestling show called Completely Damaged. Which, if you go to completelydamaged.com, um, Kiss fans might like it, but it's really it's more for professional wrestling fans. The um, interesting thing about that that's up for some kind of an award. I don't know the guy that produces it. RC. He just called me. No, we're up for some award. Who knows? whatever that is and uh if you go to my youtube page which is youtube.com slash matt porter video you can see there's kiss videos there's on things that i've created you know kiss fans will like it everybody will like it all kind of stuff and you, and you know matt my uh for those that don't know my new co-host on my show aaron camaro is also he's in the wrestling business i may have to get him on your show sometime you know what he would he would love completely damaged so we get a lot of different people indie stars um well you know. me I, I i wrestle with reality so that's about <laughs> as much as i but, i so tapped out a long time ago so it's kind of cool to have us all together at this time of year this festive time of year the holiday season and as we as kiss fans like to call it merry christmas Woo! yeah this place, this place looks really great um is that that is that a, a portrait of Joseph Kiss Sr. on the wall there? It is indeed. Good I wouldn't eye. have it any other way. And whose log is that in the fireplace? Uh, we won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I had to go. And since you went there, this is Burn Bitch Burn Live, 1984. Give this a listen. This one's off animalized. Wait a minute. I said this one's off animalized. We're going to hear from the man that makes his breakfast blondes and brunettes. G wants to sing. This is Bird Bitch Bird.
segue. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say the ultimate sacrifice. <laughs> well, that too. Well, as long as we're all here sitting around the uh, Christmas fire, telling stories and enjoying one another's company, let me ask you guys this, and we'll go around. If you could give the Kiss Army one Kiss-related gift, whether it's real or imaginary, what would you give them? Well, I'm getting Gary the Gene Simmons box set, which is unreleased up till this point. Right. All of his demos and everything. So I wish that to you, my good friend. Well, thank you, man. I would, I, I'm every time he brings it up, I'm just saying to myself, man, where is this thing? Where is this thing? I, I you know, I, I remember getting those, I, I don't want to say the word, but bootleg cassettes back in the day with all the gene, uh, the gene demos, some of which we've now heard turned into songs and some of which are still floating out there. But, you know, the quality is poor and uh, the material is great. And I, I can't wait to hear what's on that box set. So thanks a lot, Ken. Much appreciated. Now, I, I can't remember which, which one it is, whether it's Alter Ego or the Monster one, because at one point it was called Monster. And that seems to be taken now. Right, right. I, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, Alter Ego was going for a while. Um, I, I, I think he also had it called like Box of 100 Demos or something like that, I, you know. Um, look, he could call it uh, Ethel Merman for all I care. I just want to hear the music. Or B. Arthur. Or B. Arthur. Can you do uh, B. Arthur to Gene Simmons? Yes, B. Arthur was, was in Golden Girls, and Lisa Jane Persky was in the Golden Girls, and Lisa Jane Persky is also in Kiss Meets the Family of the Park. There you go. Very good. Bazing. Bazing, yeah. Bazinga. So, Gary, uh, what'd you get me? Man, I got you the new Kiss record, and I'll tell you something. It's a blast. That is one kick-ass kiss record is it a monster it's a monster man it's a monster what do you want to hear on that record uh you mean what am i most looking forward to yeah i mean you know i know we talked about this with sonic boom and i think a lot of it wound up happening you know we wanted to hear gene and paul singing together we wanted to hear um you know kind of like hard rock songs we wanted the filler to be killer and and i think we got all of that what, what do you want to hear this time around uh, I guess more of the same would work for me, but uh, I, I really hope that Tommy and Eric are able to uh, be a little bit more themselves, if you will. I'm behind that. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. I'd, I definitely want – I'd like them to go totally in the vein of – I know it's going to be more of a revenge style, which is what they're saying, but I wish it would go more in the vein of like hot and cold and uh, the, you know the, uh, the stuff like that from – from Sonic Boom, I, I would like to hear more of that that type of sound. Okay. Yeah, I, I'd actually like to really hear um, Tommy and Eric. I, I wouldn't like it to be divided into Gene Gene songs and Paul songs. I'd like to hear it divided into just the good songs, no matter who sings it, and have a lot more variety on there. Hmm. I agree with yeah. that one hundred percent. Matt, what do you think? What are you looking forward to? You know, I really just hope they kind of do a, to be continued on Sonic Boom. I thought Sonic Boom was one of the best new albums they put out in years. And it sounds like an old Kiss record with little bits of uh, 80s Kiss kind of infused in there. And, and I think if they just keep going in that direction. At some point, the thing that scares me is what are they going to really sing about? You know, Paul has a new baby. Gene just got married. You know, right. I don't know. Are they gonna, what are they going to sing about? Hey, I'm married now. All those other girls can wait in line. <laughs> uh, I'm changing <laughs> diapers. Woo! You know, who knows? <laughs> All right, Matt, what'd you bring? Okay, look, I, I didn't realize that we were going to be opening them right now, but I'm going to open one of these up for you just so we can see it. Look, it's the 2012 Kiss Army Vixen ca calendar. Wow, look at that. Every month there's a different picture of Carol and Arlene. You can see if you flip to October, 
you got their Kiss Cruise. Let me open one of the Kiss Cruise outfits on. They got their Santa outfits on in December. So each of you, you can know when it, what day it is, and you can stare at the Kiss Army Vixens. Look at that. Very My cool. wife is going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> and that nice. was really cool what they did this year with well, you know what that, the veterans out. The, the way that they were able to organize Kiss fans. You know, they're so well-known among Kiss fans that the fact that they could get people to really support their event get things to give to the veterans i know my brother sent in a ton of cds from his band which is called clashing plaid and they did a song called all i got for christmas was drunk which which uh they had on a promotional single and he sent them just a box full you know just basically like look hey would you mind sending these in boom send them in and the fact that they can get fans to really support the event like that it's tremendous they're great they're really nice people i met them you know when they were here on the east coast and uh, and that's why i thought you'd all enjoy their calendar Right, and so, that's a great song too, actually. All cool. I got for Christmas was drunk. And if you go to um if you go to clashingplaid.com, that is my brother's band. And in a true gene uh kind of style, see how I worked in that plug, clashingplaid.com. <laughs> Although in not true gene style, it is a free download of the song. <laughs> like, kiss, kiss, kiss. And if they're hearing this right now before Christmas, th- there's a couple other songs on there. There's a cover of Clashing Plaid doing Run Run Rudolph. There's a live version of 31 of those days, which is one of their favorite kind of fan favorite. You can hear the crowd going crazy in that. So there's a little plug for that, a little plug for the Vixens. Just plugging away here. Now, I got to say something, actually. Uh, you know, you, you made a joke, and it was a good joke about, you know, n- not in Gene style, something for free, right? But <laughs> I, I will say this, and I say this uh, to a lot of people who criticize, you know, Kiss for being greedy, Gene for being greedy that I think we would all agree that one of the best things about being a KISS fan is how much stuff we do get for free. Um, now, that doesn't mean that we're not paying for something, right? Uh, you know, you buy a, a KISS product and you are paying for it. But they throw so much free junk in there um, that, you know, you're paying the same price as you would for, for some other band's record or some other band's uh, DVD set or what have you. And you're getting the booklet and the photos and all the cool stuff that, you know, Kiss are known for. And, and I think, you know, anyone who accuses them of never giving you anything for free, right, they're, they're missing out on what Kiss Alive 2 looked like. I agree. And the, well, That's a good so, point. Sonic, Sonic Boom had tremendous packaging, and it was a good deal for what you got. And uh, I'm excited to see what they do with Monster, because I'm sure it'll be something along those same lines. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I remember getting the, um, even like the, you know, the Kiss Symphony, releases um you know the dvd and the 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 record on vinyl and all of that stuff you know had so much cool packaging and i feel like that was where they started to go back to that you know really getting like the 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 kick-ass 1970s packaging in there so chris what do you have for everybody here all right guys well i hope you've been lifting your weight because this is a heavy package here and uh it's been building up for quite a long time and it's been promised for years and uh it hasn't gone to the editor yet, so this is the full manuscript. This is Peter Chris's autobiography, and it's been oh, wow. taking a long time. So this thing is over 8,000 pages with as long as he's been working. <laughs> so I hope you've got your, your muscles ready for this thing. So here, here it is, guys. This is, this is bigger than wow. the KISS compendium. Exactly. And look, it's, it's got different rewrites. 1988, 89... 92, 94, 90. <laughs> wow. I, I, you know, we should, we should play something in honor of Peter Chris's birthday this month.
Hey, Chris, I've got a, a future kiss gift for you here. Awesome. What you got? Wow. That's the new book that uh, Ross Bird has been working on about Gene Simmons and his life. Heck Check yeah. Yeah. Wow. And we look to having him on the show soon. Right. Rossberg is uh, known as Originals on a lot of the message boards. Great guy and a, and a huge fan of Gene Simmons. Uh, you know, is working on or, or may have already completed, you know, a very exciting book about the life of Gene and, and uh, the kind of historical context of his mom's life, the Holocaust, uh, what it means to be a survivor. And uh, the book, the title of which is, is escaping me at the moment, I think it's changed a few times. It was originally called Mr. Make-Believe, but it should be out pretty soon, and, and, and we will be uh, hopefully spotlighting that in 2012 on podcasts. So enjoy the book. Yeah, I was Thanks thrilled so for him when they uh, featured his group on the Gene Simmons Family Jewels show. That was great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And speaking of television appearances, we saw something on Kiss Online this week. Cassius, what happened? Yes, well, uh, I was recently spotlighted on uh, the local news, actually the national news in, here in Canada, uh, Frosty Old Canada, about my KISS podcast, and it was great. They came into the house, they uh, did a tour of my KISS shrine and down into the uh, studio, a.k.a. basement broadcast center, and uh, it was a lot of fun. We got to play Guitar Hero for shots and take out uh, piece by piece my KISS collection. It was great. So thanks, guys, for uh, bringing that up. That is so cool. Now, you, you said that the podcast, Kiss was basically we were your heroes, and the reason for why why aren't we mentioned in the clip? You know. <laughs> oh goddamn! Oh goddamn! I tried saying, so you know. hard. I tried. <laughs> oh. Oh, just God. mentioning Cass. They edited it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Edit, edit that out. Yeah, that, that was edit in the segment with Eric Carr and Bruce Kulick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was no monkey. So I tried to give them some kiss, come uh, kissopoly money, but they just it just wouldn't That's work. Right. Right. <laughs> And we there's there's something that we should, probably should plug that came out recently that I think was really cool, and that's Ace Fraley's book, No Regrets. Yes. Pretty good actually. It's pretty good. We're hoping to have John, his manager, on the show soon. So, I really like reading the stuff about the Bronx. I mean, we we uh, we grew up not very far away from one another um, at very different times, and uh, it's still makes me feel very nostalgic and very um, sentimental reading stuff about the Bronx because um, it's just a weird place to come from. But uh, And Ace is a weird guy, so, you know, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but, some of what I've heard is the most detailed parts of the book are his early days yeah. uh, living out mm-hmm. there. So, yeah, that should be an interesting side to, to, to check out. Yeah, it's interesting. I think Ace, I think the fact that Ace wrote a book is cool. I think that, you know, he's got his book out. Um, he did it. He made it happen. He said he would. And I think he handled it with a lot of grace. Uh, it, it wasn't a scathing, slandering piece, uh, you know, as I think a lot of us thought it could be or, or might be. Um, and I think people were betting money that that's what it was going to be, but it was incredibly tame in some ways. And I got to say, I also like the cover photo. I, I think oh, it's oh, very cool. good. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just a tasteful piece from beginning to end. And 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 way to go, Ace! We're behind you 100. percent And Peter, you know, we, you know, all kidding aside, when you write your book, we're going to read it and we're going to love it. Oh, I can't wait for his book. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, it's, it's uh, sorry, uh, it's interesting because I I didn't really expect Ace to be writing a book, and I also I agree with you guys. I didn't expect it to be so you know graceful and well written. And, and and it's Ace's book, and he told you so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Zing times two. <laughs> yeah, missed out on promo for that. All right, Ken, you said it. Here it is. Rock Soldiers live on podcast.
side looks better, this side or that side? <laughs> I said, what's the devil going to do? He's going to put the two zigs on the face of your life. He kicked me. so funny up here, man. They make me laugh so much. <laughs> Everybody's a comedian. song and here's a gift for you ken it's actually a very rare promo figure this is the one the only eric singer catnip wow guaranteed to drive your cat crazy hi this is eric singer of kiss and you're listening to pod kissed it was a blast having eric singer on the show a few years back and um you know, that, that was, there was all that excitement building up. They were recording Sonic Boom. And I mean, I think it's been, you know, maybe not as busy a year as uh, 2009, 2010, but a year that really ended with a bang, I think. Uh, you know, not least of all was the Kiss Cruise, which was featured on the last podcast. Um, what did you guys think about the Kiss Cruise? I thought it was awesome uh, getting the almost in real time updates from a couple of guys from the, that were on the cruise on the uh, Kiss FAQ board I, that was exciting um getting to hear especially the uh set list updates when they kept adding the stuff and when they got to the elder medley i would really regretted not trying to get the money up to go on it <laughs> yeah no i hear you i hear you well they've announced next year's it's going to be uh next halloween correct yeah, yeah it's going to be awesome i'm really excited for that actually um the exciting part for me with the the first cruise was actually afterwards because then there started to be uh, the biggest um, outpour of pictures and stuff. And I that was really great. And actually, I got to mention this, the podcast that you guys did about the cruise was phenomenal. It actually made me feel like I was there. So uh, uh, pat on the back. Thank okay, you. Um, I actually I love the, uh, the new cruise episode. I thought that was one of the best things that the show has done. Um, it Thanks. really did feel like you were actually there. And um, yeah, it was as much as I regret not getting to go on it, it was about as close as you could get to uh, feeling like you had. Thank you. Yeah, between that and the photos and everything that, that, that came out, you know, I feel like, you know, next best thing, uh, you know, is what the KISS Army put together, you know? 
um, helping each other. Like you said, the, the updates on Kiss FAQ, all of that stuff. I, I really do uh, want them to do like a DVD or Blu-ray package of, of the 2011 Kiss Cruise. Uh, I, I, I don't see myself sinking that kind of money into a, a cruise. I just I, – I, mean, I straight up can't afford it. It, w- it would be wonderful to do it. I'm not also really a boat guy. I don't really like – being on water, if I could avoid that, that'd be great. Um, so a DVD or Blu-ray thing would be top-notch. I, I hope they do that. I'm hoping that's part of the reason for the delay in Kissology. Me too. That yeah. Would, that would be great. Here's a well, question, though, Gary. Yeah. Here's a question. So um, I know that you're a diehard Kiss fan. You don't like going on a boat. But if you could afford it, would you do it? Uh, I, think I, I think I might, yeah. So Cassius, what was your favorite Kiss event, product, or memory of 2011? Probably um, the show that they did at the rodeo. And even though I wasn't there, it was very interesting because um, I kind of saw a different side of Kiss. And it, it was kind of a glimpse into if they would uh, change the stage a little bit. So I kind of like that. It was a little change from the usual tour. Oh, yeah. Wow. I, I'll yeah, tell you I something, hope- Cassius. I, ever since I was a little kid and, and I've, I know I've waxed poetic about how much I love Kiss Unmasked, you know, that record. And, and uh Anyone who hasn't heard that, listen to the podcast Unmasked episode. But um, I've always wanted to see Kiss in the round on a circular stage because um, that's what they're doing on the Unmasked cover, mm-hmm. right? And, and I'd love to see that. that. And that stage was awesome, and they sounded good, and, and it was a huge crowd. Matt, what was your favorite Kiss product, event, or memory from 2011? 2011 was actually, you know, considering there wasn't a full-scale tour, I was able to see them in, uh, they played Bushkill PA in August, which was pretty cool because that place is small, and I guess it was the first time they had had a rock event at the Bushkill, I guess it's Bushkill, Susquehanna, I don't even know what the heck, I can't even think what it's called now, in years, and they were reopening it, and I don't think it holds more than about 4,000 people inside. So it was like our own private concert. So that was they actually, and it's funny because I took a ton of pictures and Keith put them up on Kiss Online and, and, and he says, oh, well, thanks for letting me use your pictures. And he sent me some Lost City Bushkill PA guitar picks for letting me use his pictures, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Very um, cool. So that was, and then in November, Ace was coming around, obviously promoting his book. We got to see Ace at a place in Allentown called Crocodile Rock and, you know, get there early, get up close to the stage. I was in the second row. That was pretty cool. So to see both Ace and Kiss in the same year, you know, and there was a New York, New Jersey Kiss Expo, and that's always fun, especially now you know everybody there. Um, you know, and I shot some video of that and put it on my YouTube page. But so there was actually it always kind of felt like there was a lot going on. I mean, really, in the summer, that that kiss show was phenomenal. It was just really uh, so there was there was some things going on. Yeah, actually, I want to I want to jump in for a second um, first to say, yeah, it was great to see kiss this year. Like you said, they didn't do a lot of shows, but I did catch them in May uh, in Sacramento and they were awesome. I, I brought my sister-in-law to her first kiss concert and we all had a blast. I mean, it was a great, great show and they sounded great. Um, and you, you brought up the, the kiss expo, which r- reminds me of my least favorite kiss related thing of this year, um, which was a loss that we all suffered. Um, you know, Eddie Belandas, mm-hmm. uh, uh, that, that's yeah. a, that's a real loss for the kiss army right there. And, and I just, yeah. I do want to take a minute to, um, remember what a great guy and what a, important part of history that guy was absolutely yeah you know it was really something at at the expo he and jr telling their stories 
and really telling you the stuff from their point of view on the inside. No filter. Anybody who has seen those guys talk at the conventions knows if you see, you know, at this point, if you see JR will be at a convention or anybody that their stories are fantastic. And, and yeah, you've probably heard a lot of them, but they always tell something you haven't heard. And Eddie and JR did a panel discussion. It was, it was incredible. You know, and it was really at this point, I mean, the, the expos aren't what they used to be as far as merchandise. I mean, everybody has everything. It's all about the guests. It's about who's there. It's about hearing their stories. Lydia Chris is always there, has so many great stories to tell. Um, you know, from the inside point of view, that's always so interesting. And, and that was, so I was, yeah, I feel fortunate. We saw um, Eddie and JR were both at that expo, and it, yeah. was, uh, it was pretty neat. Um, you know, you did mention Lydia Chris and JR and all them. And it's a shame that Eddie passed because it seemed like he was just starting to get the recognition that he deserved for, you know, being a huge part of Kissery. I mean, whenever you see, you know, footage of Kiss promo stuff, whenever Eddie is always there, you know, blocking their faces or standing there in the background. And it's almost, um, you know, the stories of all of those people is almost as interesting as stories from the actual band. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's stories that we haven't heard or seen printed a million times. And you're absolutely right. I mean, at this point, I think that's really the most interesting stuff. So keep your eyes open for any time you see a KISS Expo. I know a lot of these expos have gotten smaller and smaller because they're, they don't have the kind of turnout. When you think of 88, 89, like those early New York kind of conventions, and you couldn't mm-hmm. find this stuff anywhere but at the KISS Expo. Now you figure out, you go on the internet, you can find everything from anyone. So right. really getting the chance to meet those people up close, hearing their stories, it's incredible. I'll, I will say this, uh, two things. One about Eddie Belandis. On a message board, when we, we had the show where where Eddie came out, one person said, well, why should we care about this guy? Because you know he said a f- few sentences on an album. And to me, it's it's not so much what... Eddie did, but what he was part of. And exactly. it's weird because we are now getting to something that's going to be, you know, 40 years old. And these memories that we all have as a collective of fans, the, the people that made those memories are going to start leaving us with, with greater frequency. And I don't know about you guys, but when Eddie left us, part of my childhood left. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's why shows like this show, Cassius's show, and sometimes my show is important for for this because we we're getting a chance to document some of these people, you know, while while they're still here. So it was good timing that you guys were able to get Eddie on the show. And as sad as it is that he was lost, at least we do have that document and a you know an in depth conversation with him. So we got his side of the story. Yeah, okay. we got to see what a vibrant spirit he really was. Absolutely, and, and, and yeah, well said, and. And the fact that he did say, uh, you know, even if he had just said a few sentences on a Kiss record, hello. I mean, you know, first of all, what a Kiss record, we right? Alive too. That. It's it's not like exactly. You know, it's not like it's it's nothing. And, and also, um, who who among us gets to do that? You know, I, I think part of having the the kind of shows that we have online, uh, this one and and Cassius yours and Decibel Geek and all of that is to highlight. Uh, or spotlight those people because they made some contribution to history. So, um, and, and certainly Eddie's was w- well beyond just a few sentences on a record, and, and he will be greatly missed. And Matt, kind of going along with what you're saying about the Expos, the, the other X factor of the Expo is us. Seeing one another, the tribe. 
our Absolutely. friends, people that we've either either met online or mm-hmm. met at shows or whatever. I mean, I met some some dear friends at the Indie Expo that that I had gotten to know over the years, and it's been so wonderful, and it's it's been a great time, and hopefully we'll all meet up at an expo somewhere, guys. That's my hope. Yeah, yeah. I hope it so. Is, that, that's sorry it, about that. Well, that big kiss expo saying, in the sky. Well, it's really, it really is amazing when you go to a show and here's 4,000 people and you literally look, look around and go, I know, quote unquote, half the people sitting next to me. I mean, you know them from their Facebook picture or, or whatever, from a post or whatever. But it's, it's so different. I mean, every event like that is so different. At the Ace Show up in Allentown, it's a small place. But you look around and you go, oh, you're so-and-so and you're so-and-so and you're so-and-so. And, you know, and, and it's, I'm pretty easy to spot. Like, oh, look, it's a Wookiee. You know, it's pretty easy. To, <laughs> like, people, you know, people know who I am. And it's just it, it's funny that you, that you have these connections. So the the expo, you're exactly right. The expos are a place where we can really, it's, it is a central meeting point, you know, and, and we talked earlier about the Kiss Cruise. And I know a lot of people said the same thing was it was amazing. It was like, you know, the United Nations of Kiss, all these people from all over the world that had this one central thing to go to. Now, I'll never be able to afford the Kiss Cruise. So I'm actually building a, a little raft in my backyard <laughs> to try and stoke, you know, I'm going to pirate the you know, uh, Kiss the pontoon. It's the Kiss. It's that, it, for a while, it was called a Kiss dinghy, but I didn't think anybody hey, was going to. I want to go with me, but the, uh, but it, you know, it's those kind of things. And especially, like you said, the, the older that everybody gets, you know, there's only so many seasons when we can hope for, you know, reunion tours or whatever at this point, because or new um, album or, or new album, exactly. Costumes, anything. Exactly. You know, and, and, and that excitement, the excitement of just being able to talk about, Oh man, what do you think the new costumes will look like? What do you think, you know, the new album will sound like at some point, you know, that's why I feel bad for bands, a lot of bands in the 90s. Oh, you know, this and that and the other. I always say, look, the bands that I follow are still going. Mm-hmm. A lot of the right. bands in the 90s put a gun in their mouth. Who do you want to follow? You know what I mean? At some point, we're very lucky that our heroes of rock that we grew up with from the age of six or Cassius since like one year old, you know, <laughs> we, we still have our heroes of rock. You know, and it really is something that a lot of bands just cannot have. Absolutely. And my favorite part, I, I think it's, yeah, I think it's fair to say that my favorite part of being a Kiss fan is chatting with like you guys and not necessarily like, you know, like you four, even though you guys are all great. I mean, the entire Kiss army, it feels like Facebook and Twitter and all, well, not necessarily Twitter, but Facebook is like, and Kiss Fact and all these other boards. It's like an expo that never ends. And that's probably my favorite part is yeah. making connections with people on the internet. Hey, this is Melissa, the manager of the Kiss Coffee House. John Whiteside, I've been a Kiss fan since 1973. Hi, my name is Ron, I'm from Long Island, New York. I'm Missy, I've been a fan since 1977. I'm Kyle, I've been a fan for a year. I'm Eric Jett, Kiss fan, 33 years. You're listening to Podkiss. Podkiss. You're listening to Podkiss. You're listening to Podkiss. You're listening to Podkiss. This is Mr. Speed, and you're listening to Podkiss. Hi, my name is Bill Starkey, the founder of the Kiss Army. And you're listening to Podcast. So, Chris, what what what, is, what was your favorite Kiss memory piece of merchandise or event that happened this year? Well, it's hard to pin it down to one thing, so I'm going to kind of go a little broader with it. There's a couple, of, well, two things. One, I'm not a, I mean, I'm I'm patriotic, and part of 
one thing that I love that Kiss didn't just do it this year, but they've done it for a long time is they're uh, they're working with the Wounded Warriors Foundation and uh, giving a percentage of their ticket sales to that charity. Yes. Um, you know, as greedy as people make Gene out to be, I mean, there, you won't find a bigger patriotic supporter of our military than Gene Simmons. I, mm-hmm. He's and he doesn't do it to get headlines. I mean, a lot of it. It gets it'll get peripheral news coverage, and it's not him going to the station saying, "Hey, look what we're doing." It's it's a matter of him just having pride in our military, and I love mm-hmm. that. And then, as we were mentioning before, just the fact that we have Kiss and we have stuff to look forward to in the future. I mean, that I couldn't ask for more than that because I mean, I I remember listening to this show just a few years ago before we had the prospects of Sonic Boom or anything, and we were all kind of talking like, "Well." You know, it may be over soon. And I mean, to imagine that we're heading into a new year with a new record, you can't ask for more than that. Mm-hmm. I treat I, I, I treat a decent number of veterans and, um, you know, it, it does make a huge difference. It, I mean, things like that uh, make a huge difference in their lives. And, you know, there, there was a time when it was really cool to talk to somebody and they would say, Oh, Kiss, you know, that's the makeup band or, or you know, that's the blood in the comic book or, or whatever. Um, and I'm, I'm very happy to talk to a veteran and have them say, oh, Kiss, you know, they really support um, the hard work that, that we do. Um, Absolutely. And, who, and that makes a who, huge difference. Who ever difference. thought Kiss would be such a huge part of Americana? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. They went from like when the Paul Lynch show came out, you know, something that <laughs> – the the people that were involved in the government wouldn't have anything to do with Kiss at that point, really. You know, outside of Cadillac, and uh, now Alice Cooper does Staples commercials, and both <laughs> both Kiss and Alice are fairly patriotic. And and it is all kind of gravy at this point. I mean, none of us really thought Kiss would last this long. Yeah, we've we've been spoiled rotten by the band for sure. I remember being 16 and seeing, it was ni- 1992, and seeing my first Kiss concert and just thinking, I didn't think I would get to see this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. And that was, what, almost 20 years ago. So, You know, uh, Cassie's how old are you? I'm 13 years old. 13 years old. I have Kiss albums older than you. I want to go around and, and I want to say, what was your first Kiss album? Gary, what was your first Kiss album? Gene, We're talking vinyl here. Gene Simmons. The 1978 solo album yep got it in 80 or 81 my first kiss uh vinyl album was alive yeah, and then i got second. not bad and 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 i had uh dress to kill on eight track hotter than hell on eight track and then i got originals when it came out and then i actually bought the album separately oh. i guess i was completist even at 14 anyway um matt what was your first kiss vinyl Rock and Roll Over. Remember it. The cover, every song. I think it's still probably my favorite album. Wow. Chris Sinzak. I've, I've, told, I've told this story on, on my show before, but uh, I was watching the, the Turn on the Night video back in like 1987 on MTV, and my older brother walked in the room, started chuckling, and went back to his room and then gave me his vinyl, a, a live copy, and said, here, you'll like this better. Wow! <laughs> oh, ouch! He was right. Yeah, yeah, he was. I do take crazy nights, but yeah, then I fell in love with Kiss. Yeah. Wow. So, Cassius, what was your first Kiss vinyl? Tell us the story of how you got it and and why did you pick that one and the whole nine yards. 
Well, the interesting part is I actually didn't even pick it. My my, uh, my grandfather, who is, you know, as hip as a grandfather can be, looks out for Kiss stuff everywhere he goes. And, and, and he, he actually he should also know a little bit about vinyl. Of course, yeah, because he is my grandfather. You know, all grandfathers do. So he um, He's went probably looking my for... age. That's the thing. That's <laughs> 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 wah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He went looking for Kiss stuff at the flea market, and he found Love Gun, and he got it for $3 and sent it over to me in the mail, and it was great. I still have it um, in my Kiss shrine slash bedroom, and um, I just got a turntable, actually, and I'm trying to fix up the speakers, but I could just stare at that record spinning all day. It's great. Did did it come with the sleeve and the, the Love Gun popper thing? Uh, not the popper, but it did come with the sleeve, and I have that on my wall. With, with the blood and all that? Yeah. I always thought that was very cool. You know, oh, yeah. I, I think it's strange that Kiss didn't use that ever again, really. I love it. Oh, uh, like the marble with the blood? Yeah, because yeah. that it was kind of like really badass. It, it almost made Kiss more evil. You got blood on a marble floor. We didn't know why, what it was about, but yeah, yep. it was just really cool. They they never really used that for anything ever again. Yeah, there's nothing the about Gene that Simmons record. Castle. They should do it for Monster. There's nothing about that record I don't love, man. Just top to bottom, what a great album. Absolutely. Yeah, next year it's going to be 35, so we're, we're going to have to have a big Love Gun show. So, guys, we've given each other gifts. Now we'd like to talk about our Christmas wishes for 2012. What are you most looking forward to, and what do you hope happens or comes out? Gary? You know, I, I'm often reminded of the Psycho Circus era, Um you know, the, the the positive aspects of it, not the, you know, who didn't play on what song and all of that stuff. But, um, you know, the fact that the costumes changed, the fact that the stage was a little different, the hype of 3D, and most importantly, having a new record with, you know, 10 cracking new Kiss songs. And, you know, if nothing else, that is, you know, probably the most important thing that I'm looking forward to is the idea of having something new from Kiss to look forward to. Always a wonderful time. I'm looking forward to getting my Vinnie Vincent box set hopefully this year. Eventually. Oh, good luck on that one. In, yeah, in, yeah. in commemorative uh, Tupperware. <laughs> oh. Vinnie Vincent is actually releasing um, a cover of Who Let the Dogs Out. It should be available um, for uh, $800 in 2012. I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> you can also join his fan club for yeah. another 500 yeah. You must submit your social security number, personal address, and underwear size. I heard yeah. he's selling guitars, too. That's great. I'll tell you what, if 2012 brings us new uh, material from Vinnie Vincent, cool. I'd check it out. By the way, do you guys find it interesting that Kiss is still writing? Uh, Gene tweeted yesterday that uh, him and Tommy and Paul are getting together and writing. I find it. The better. Yeah, I I find it exciting, man. That that idea is dynamite. I. We got kind of a conspiracy theory that maybe they're working on material for another one after Monster. Well, you kind of took the one right out of my brain too, because I think that uh, they're they're doing the most with the time that they have. That's what I think too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that would make sense. All back in uh, better voice after the surgery, so uh, they're going to finish up vocals, I guess, in the next month or two. He's sounding that. Pre- he's sounding pretty good lately. I don't think I've ever seen the guys in Kiss as happy to be in KISS as now. Does anyone else pick up on that? I mean, the closest I could uh, get to that probably is the, is like the Revenge era, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you're right. I mean, it's been a, it really has been a long time, even, even with this lineup, uh, yeah. since it coalesced like this, and everyone really does seem to be focused. It's a wonderful thing. 
Well, we're also we're more aware of them as in their personal life. You figure in the seventies, you didn't have these evening magazines or these shows that covered every aspect. Like here, he is walking down the street getting milk. Oh, what do you have to say, hey, Gene? I don't think Madonna should be at the Super Bowl. Now you're seeing. It's like every celebrity. You get to see what they're like. You know, there was video of Paul and his wife looking for pumpkins at the pumpkin patch at Halloween. So we have access to their life. So you'd know if, like in the 70s, you didn't know if they were happy or not because they were, they were so mysterious. Right. Yeah, but I'm going to even say on, st- on stage, and, and, and you bring up a good point, Matt, about the, the, the dual life, if you will. But it does seem that Paul, uh, Paul always used to seem to be happy to be a celebrity but there was like private Paul and then there was like stage Paul right and it seems like you know he's 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 more than happy to to have that out there and it's it's kind of interesting well they're yeah. all, I think they're also they're more they are more of themselves because I think they are less of their character like you know we've seen Gene in every aspect so Gene as the demon character doesn't work when we've seen him cry on family jewels i mean it, it, t- exactly. it definitely takes some of the steam out of out of that character i think where i think that's really the biggest thing is we know more about them they've been part of our life now for 40 years or whatever and i think at some point you say it you f- i think you get that sense now you feel like maybe they're a little more relaxed just to be in front of us as fans maybe i don't know yeah well, yeah, that's a good point because, like, you know, I'm I'm only 13 years old. I've been a Kiss fan for um, about five years now, and p- sometimes people ask me if I was ever scared of Kiss as a little kid. But, uh, you know, on one hand, I see Gene Simmons throwing up and or spitting blood on stage, and then I see him going to bed in his red footy pajamas on the show. So, <laughs> right, you know, right. It, it, it's a little too personal for me. So I wish I could have experienced the characters like you guys have. Well, I, 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 for me, it's interesting. I, I'm definitely squarely in the middle here because uh generally generationally i'm not as young as you cassius and not as old as you can um and also because my first record was the gene simmons uh 1978 solo record um it, the idea of a crying gene or a pajamas gene uh along with a, a spitting blood gene uh works for me right. because the material and the vibe of that record is all of that you know so yeah and, and it i really was amazing yeah. I wanted all of that, and I expected all of that, and you know, and 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 for me, you know, in the '80s, it wasn't the makeup that was lost; it was the the diversity of character uh, that right. was lost. You know, Gene became right. just one thing; he was like, you know, Mister Bangham Hollywood guy. You know, so I, I, the movie I, I'm, mogul Gene. Yep. Yeah, yep. I'm glad that there's a little more. You know, that they round out their personas a little bit now. Yeah. Well, let yeah. me ask a serious question, and I don't want to get too deep. But would those characters have killed Kiss if they would have, if, you know, like there's, there's times that we get upset because the demon's not demon enough for, you know, aces and his species he used to be or whatever. But at some point, if Ace would have, you know, thank God Ace is with us and he's sober and, and healthy and happy. He's, he's, he's in a relationship that he seems to be happy in. And, you know, if if he would have kept going down that road, I'm not sure Ace would have been with us. And if Gene would have been that Lothario demon all the time, I'm not sure he'd be where he's at right now in his personal life. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. Well, and you know what? I think truth be told, if they had kept the makeup, you know, really the music of the 80s, I don't think would have held up if they would have kept the makeup. It just it, it was too out oh, of sync. That's a whole show right and, there. And that's a whole show. Yeah. And then the other thing is, and I mean, everybody that has ever put on the Kiss makeup, 
it's a pain in the ass. So they probably, at some point, they would have got real tired of every night. Like, I'll tell you what. At Halloween, I just did Peter Chris makeup. In fact, I'm wearing my Peter Chris makeup right now to record this. And it takes <laughs> that, you, Now that's dedication. You know, it takes you an hour and a half to put it on. Then you have to get it out. It's stuck in your eyelashes, and you can't get it out. Oh, yeah. And when you think about that, they were doing it every night for decades. So even that, I think at some point, if they had stayed locked into those characters, I think they would have gotten more tired of, oh, my God, here we go again. And I think when Paul did his solo tour, he kind of said, look, this is so much easier because it's like starting up a motorboat and just speeding away versus when you fire up the Kiss show, it's like taking out an arm. Army. And I think that looseness, that ability for them to go out and still have that side of it that is more spontaneous, like his solo tour. I, I kind of wish Paul would do another solo tour. That was phenomenal. And the stuff that he was doing at that time was really cool. But to be locked into that character, I think it would have limited them. I don't think they would have been, they wouldn't still be around. I don't think they would have made it through the 80s. Right. I, I agree with you. Uh, one of my favorite things was um, in the Kiss Extreme close up video. They show some of the early drawings that Gene was doing, like drawing, um, you know, designs for costumes and stages, like pre-Kiss, like it was still Wicked Lester. And there's a picture of like, I don't know, it almost looks like, um, you know, like a Greek god or something with yeah. like a, and, and a he's helmet got, or something. Yeah, and, and, and it, in, in Gene's handwriting, I think it says anything to make the head look different. <laughs> that's what he wrote anything to make the head look different and if the head looks the same all the time you've lost you know so so it's got to you know they have to change it up a little bit and i'm glad that they did um because the head's not going to look different after x number of years you know what i mean right right even with a face left <laughs> exactly. right. all right so let's go around the room real quick matt what are you looking forward to in 2012 you know what? I think maybe it's just this time of year, but I really just want to wish everybody in the Kiss Army just good health and another happy year. I think, you know, it's that this time of year, you're kind of you're glad for all your friends, for all your family. We as a Kiss family, I think everybody, you know, these stick together. Um, I certainly, you know, we talked earlier about, you know, the idea that people have passed away in the kiss community or people that, you know, and I really would just, you know, hope for that, that we can have the same conversation this time next year. It'll be December 21st next year where the world's going to end anyway. So, but hopefully we'll all be here, but the, uh, you know, and really that's, that's the main thing just that, and, and really among kiss fans, and I know this might be asking a lot. I really wish kiss fans could stop turning every conversation into some kind of anti oh they'll never be as good as the 70s tommy and eric are no good ace and peter are no good they shouldn't have left the band you could post a thing that says happy birthday to ace's dog and somebody's going to figure out a way to turn it into a negative thread <laughs> and I, i'm sick of it and i really hope that all i heard ace's fans- dog was still drinking <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh but i heard tommy's dog is more creative it's like at least tommy's dog shows up on time (laughs) (laughs) and then that's exactly it that voice that oh you know this and that and the other and it's like try it post anything the one that really blew my mind the other day somebody had posted i think it might have been on kissopolis or one of those other really good sites that said eric said there'll be new costumes and a new show for the new tour it's as simple as that, right? Oh, the thread turns into, oh, we hate Tommy and Eric. It's an imitation band, blah, blah, blah. Sick it's like of it. all he said was there'll be new costumes. 
Good. New costumes. Okay, look, something to look forward to. That's great. Sorry, I, getting all fired up. I am over. I'm going to say the exact opposite. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, go. Well, not the exact opposite. Um, you know, I, 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 I put in a plug for the late, great Christopher Hitchens here. You know, you will be missed. Um, and, and say that, uh, you know, Kiss Army in 2012, don't be afraid to get fired up. Um, right. that's not, that's not to say, um, I mean, I agree completely with the idea of if you don't have anything nice to say, why, why rain on someone else's parade? Um, right. that's just ugly. I think that's just a bad behavior. Um, yeah. I, uh, I will say that, um, you know, like the late, great Christopher Hitchens, I like to argue. So, um, so I'm, I'm as right. guilty of that as anyone. Um, and at the same time, I'm also really aware that everybody is inconsistent. We are all hypocrites. And nobody is perfect. So, um, you know, so I think uh, we hold KISS, or sometimes the mistake we make is holding KISS to this ridiculous, inhuman standard of consistency and perfection, uh, where we, you know, if someone says, I'm sober now, well, that's got to be for the rest of their lives. You know, relapse is part of recovery. And if yeah. Ace shows up drunk to something, it doesn't mean he failed. It means that he's in recovery. Um, and if Gene says one thing and that, you know, he says, I'm not going to get married and then he gets married, he's human. People change their minds. If they didn't, that would really suck. Especially over 60 years. If you don't change your mind in over 60 years, you've got problems. Yeah. There's something wrong with you. Yeah. Oh, there well, is and, really and, something wrong with you. And I am licensed to say that if you don't change your mind. And, uh, yeah. you know, and, and so to the KISS Army and anyone listening, I, I hope... You know, don't be afraid to be inconsistent and not perfect because um, kiss are not perfect, and that's what's fun about them. Yeah, I think at some point it's not so much that you can't that you have to love everything. It's that like what you like. You know, take the parts that you like. It's, you know, some people they don't want this or that or the other, so they like just take the part that you like. But right. to, to you know, rain on everybody else's prey and say, well, I like what I like, but what you like sucks. That's the part that gets me. Well, I need to know yeah. that it sucks. Well, well, I mean, Matt is is absolutely right. I mean, there's a difference between saying your opinion and and judging something. I mean, you to to say I don't like or even I hate X, Y, or Z is not a judgment. It's just right. you saying that you don't like it. But to exactly. say that it sucks or that it's good or bad is a judgment. And wh why do we need to judge things? Why can't we just say what we feel? You know, I'm exactly. And, well, sure, if, the new, if the new album came out and we really hated it and we, and we all came on here and said, you know, I really am disappointed with what they put out. I think that's one way to say it. But when you read some of these threads, that will be like, Oh, this is the worst piece of thing ever. And this and that, and they ever since <laughs> this, and if it was this guy on the drums, it would be better. And that it's not, you know, I guess it's be constructive, you know, right. it's the difference between constructive and just ranting and raving. Right. And Be critical, really, not close-minded. Yeah, well, and if you want to figure out really, you know, the difference, read any thread and you can <laughs> see the difference in the posts between these nasty kind of posts and, you know, discussion among fans. There's definitely a difference. Yep. So. Exactly. It's like if people, you know, let's say you're a big fan of Larry the Cable Guy and I log on to one of his videos and say, Larry the Cable Guy sucks. He isn't funny. Well, why are these people laughing? Of course it's funny. And it's just like that with Kiss. I mean, if you say Kiss sucks, they aren't good, then why do does everybody in this um, on this podcast listen to Kiss religiously? 
We've actually gotten one piece of fan mail in particular, one piece of fan mail, where a guy says that we don't talk enough about the things that we dislike about Kiss. So so we're going to go around the table. What is your least favorite Kiss album? Just name it. Mine is Hot in the Shades. Matt? You know, at Carnival of Souls. Okay, thank because, you. No. But, <laughs> well, only, and, I, and I hate to say it, but only because of the fact that I think they were just, it was, it's not that it's a bad album. It's just not a really good Kiss album. Okay. Chris? Psycho Circus. Cassius? Animalize. I could I could kill myself every time I hear that album. <laughs> Gary? Asylum. Well, there we go. And so I love for it. For that one person who thinks we're not negative enough, those are the uh our our our, our least five favorite kiss albums. So right. there we Maybe go. we could just say the eighties, because that, that whole period was just No I love the eighties. No, yeah. So, most of the non makeup. No. <laughs> you're no. wrong, bad. Uh, I'm gonna argue with you on that. <laughs> yeah, well your opinion sucks. You suck. Yeah, you must you must show. be crazy. Don't knock over the Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine doing a message board podcast where you oh, actually recreate some of the responses on audio? That would be hell on earth. <laughs> that's an idea. That'd, that'd be a funny that's funny. <laughs> okay, it would sound so, like Yoko so, Ono. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, Cassius, what are you looking forward to in 2012? Well, I'm really looking forward to um, another Kiss tour, seeing what they have in store, um, you know, in terms of music, just seeing what the guys can pump out, seeing, you know, if they can really live up to Sonic Boom, because, you know, they do have a lot. They're up against a big uh, wall of sound, let's say, and pardon the pun, because I know that's a song on the next album, but Sonic Boom was fantastic, and I think it's going to be pretty hard to compared to that but you know um hopefully we can see what's in store for that also um looking forward to the new tour i'm going to try to set up a meet and greet with the band and maybe some interviews and by the way um shameless self-promotion that i've been learning from gene here if you go over to uh, creatures of the net.webs.com or cotnpodcast.podomatic.com we'll probably be having an interview with a band member pretty soon so um Ooh. shameless self-promotion there you go also, what band <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <Six>. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, Cassius, we'll make it part of a future podcast show, okay? Wait Thank a you. minute. <laughs> look at, the, look no, at what Ken did. We'll, we'll, we'll just take his, his clip with, like, let's say he's interviewing someone. We'll just make it part of the show. I'm still saying that if we ever take a vacation day, we should take Chris's Decibel Geeks Vinnie Vincent shows and rebrand them as podcast shows and just put them back out. Don't get his hopes up, Ken. <laughs> no, I, I, I think no, Chris I, would be I have cool no with issue with that. I think it would be great because, and it still gets. I still get hits on that thing every day. So we just like have him do a new intro and just you know, kind of here's the best of that those two shows. Like you know, because they're as weird as it sounds. There may be people. I turn people onto those two shows all the time. Oh, thank you so much. I, I don't know if you're aware of that or not. I'm they're well. Great, I, I, I can see it because we still get downloads on it and. Um, yeah, part three is coming out in the next couple of months. Somebody asked me, I think this week on Facebook, if when are we doing any events and Sean? I'm like, shit, it's been done. You know, there's <laughs> nothing we really can add to it. Appreciate that. So I, I sent the guy the, the direct download links. So it, that's on Facebook this week. If you look, you'll see it. So it's oh, awesome. Thank you so the much. Podcast is great, man. It's it's. I love it. I listen to it all the time. I'm just listening to it the other night, and I also like the addition of your co-host. That's that improves it a lot. So good oh, job. Thank you. Appreciate that. You guys are gonna no make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, nobody mentioned the Destroyer 
uh, remix. Wait, wait, stop, stop. We're getting Ooh. I haven't even heard on. about this yet, so. So <laughs> let's continue wait. with the show. Chris, what are you looking forward to in, in 2012? Uh, the Destroyer remix, of course. Hey. Wow. <laughs> Glad somebody mentioned that. But, uh, yeah, um, I'm interested to see what how that ends up turning out. I, I wonder if it's just going to be a straight-up remix and nothing else, or if they're going to be demos and uh, and whatnot on there. They could really go to town on the packaging with that and make some serious yeah. dough, I would think. Yes. Will it be included with the monster set, or will it be its own mm. beast? If they're smart, they'll do it separately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Double your or, mind. but think about it. It could really make monster a, a monster. Mon- yeah, I mean, I'm if you could get a, a second disc of a remix Destroyer album, what Kiss fan wouldn't buy that? Yeah, and in the more it, own, it deserves its own spot. I think I think it, just, it would deserve its own spot. I think something like that, as monumental of an album as that is for Kiss, should be its own separate thing. And who knows? Maybe it would turn on somebody to Kiss who wouldn't buy a big box set. But would go, oh, what's this new album called Destroyer? You know, and, and who knows? I mean, I think it should come out on its own. Cassius? Yeah, me too. But um, I'm hoping that it's not the kind of smashes, thrashes, and hits deal where they call it a remix and add some reverb. Um, so if it is that kind of deal and they must release it, then I think they should include it with Monster. But if it's um, something different than that, then I think that it should have its own spot, as Matt said. Hmm. Gary? Um, I, well, I'm sitting here thinking, what are we talking about? They're going to include it as part of Monster. Then they're going to have a, a separate release. Then they're going to have a release that's exclusive to Japan with a bonus track. <laughs> you know, and we're going to buy all of them. So uh, whatever, bring there's it on. One, there's one that comes sealed in a rock in the shape of one the front cover of the album. Exactly. It's, it's $3,000. Right, right. Collect them all. I do want Limited separate releases, edition. though. If I, if I had to pick one, I think the, for the reasons that you guys said. Very cool. Yeah. Well, I guess my Kissmas wish is 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 twofold. One, the next time Cassius gets interviewed by national media, that he does mention the podcast. <laughs> Jesus, and just let it go. Yeah. Oh man, your logo's in there somewhere. <laughs> and the other one is, I want to wish everyone that has ever listened to the podcast or ever had anything good to say. I want to thank you all for listening all this time. It's been a great amount of time that we've spent with you we love each one of our listeners and we wish you all a very merry Christmas. all right kiss fans you wanted the best you got the best And that is our show. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to check us out on the web at www.podcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook and on iTunes. If you'd like to contact the podcast, please drop us a line at podcast at gmail.com. Big thanks to Julian and everyone at kissfaq.com. They've got great information there and a terrific message board, too. Thanks also to Keith LaRue and everyone else at Kiss Online for their great work representing the hottest band in the land. And as always, a big thanks to Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Ace Fraley, Peter Chris, Vinnie Vincent, Bruce Kulick, Eric Singer, Tommy Thayer, and the memory of the late great Eric Carr, and the late great Mark St. John. You are KISS, and we are your army. Podcast is created by the KISS Army for the KISS Army, and it is available for free as an internet download. If you like what you hear on our show, go buy it and support the people who made it. Podcast is not affiliated with KISS or any of its members past or present. 
On behalf of myself, Ken, and the whole rest of the Podkiss crew, thank you for listening to Podkiss, the Kiss fanzine for your ears. By the way, Pete, happy birthday. It's coming up this month. That's right. Yeah. Woo! I, I, you know, we should, we should play something in honor of Peter Chris's birthday this month. Sure. All um, right. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's, here's all for the glory on podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Great Peter tune. Great Peter tune. So the listeners have to turn the page when they hear the effect. <laughs> yeah, we'll add that. We'll add that. Uh, what kind of effect are we going to have? Ack. We're going to have an ack, right? Uh, I don't know. Whatever you want to do. I don't know. Maybe you should be, just do a ding or whatever. Right. Old school uh, slideshow. Yeah. <laughs> ding. Yeah. Right. That right. way it won't be confused for when Ace does say. Right. <laughs> now, now, Cassius, slides are small photographs that are... Um... <laughs> Thank you, Gary. Thank you. <laughs> Who wants to see slides of my Florida? Now, now Cash's photographs are, are <laughs> they're not just on computer screens. <laughs>